This is Verve, the style podcast, your only source for everything fashion on the internet. We're your hosts. I'm Katie Gassman. And I'm Anna Grace Averett. With a combined 10 years of experience in e-commerce fashion, from buying and styling to visual merchandising and content creation, Katie and I know firsthand how the internet is reshaping the fashion industry. We sit down with your favorite creators and the next wave of innovators to discuss how they're pushing fashion forward and break down five of their favorite fits. On our solo episodes, we get into the latest fashion news, runway shows, internet trends, pop culture. It's basically like going to happy hour with your fashion besties. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and follow along on TikTok and Instagram to see what we're wearing. I'm at Katie Gassman, two S's, two N's. And I'm at Anna Grace Averett. That's A-V as in Valentino, E-R-E-T-T. So sit back with your mandatory three beverages and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Verve, everybody. Welcome back to Midsummer Verve, which is a very unique verve where the news cycles are slow, the days are slower, and everyone's on vacation. The fashion industry is slowly coming to a halt because pretty much everyone takes off the month of August. Yeah, I feel like we should be taking PTO right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. We took like a, a little PTO bit. Verve period. Yeah, 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 right. And we do have a lot more guests coming up to kind of like get us through this lull until like everything gets batshit crazy in September when the fashion industry revs back up for the spring fashion weeks. But until then, this is going to be a chatty episode. We just got back from a girl's trip this weekend. So we have some things to talk about there. We have Real Housewives. But first, we're going to start off with the current day and age of supermodels. Do they exist? Was that a thing of the past? Are they dating NFL superstars? Katie, let's hear about it. Well, this was really brought to my attention by the fact that um, Arena Shake, Shank? Shite? I have no idea. She's a, she's obviously, we know who she is. She's a super famous Russian supermodel. She had a really famous uh, 2011 Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition cover. And she has since modeled for a handful of different um, organizations and brands and all of that, blah, blah, blah. She's a certified supermodel on models.com, which is a questionable source when I went on there. But they have an entire list of what are the new age supermodels versus, you know, some classics that we think of like Cindy Crawford or Naomi Campbell. And it really just, first off, before we go any further, I want to know what you think about her dating Tom Brady. Like, It it feels pretty expected to me. I'm confused because I saw something, I think on Dumois or like a blind item somewhere, that there was a party recently, not the white party, something of that caliber. Okay. And that arena was apparently like, like basically throwing herself at Tom Brady and he was not interested. This was like a month ago. So a surprise to hear that they might be dating Mm, now. Very interesting. And also he obviously has a, has an affinity for models. I mean, who doesn't, Mm. but like, you know, it's a bit of a back to back with his ex-wife Giselle, who is also uh, arguably a classic supermodel. Like what are, what are early 2000s supermodels called? Okay, well, here's just the way that it goes in my head. You have, like, the 80s, Chrissy Turlington, Naomi, 80s and the 90s. The original like, supermodels. The original class, Cindy Crawford. Yeah. And then you lost a, like, group of them, and it just went down to Kate Moss. 
<laughs> yeah. She was really like if we're gonna be honest, like someone who's like still stood the test of time of being like a household name today, it was like Kate Moss's era. And then Giselle came in and ended that era and started a new one. And that like spills over in terms of like the ideal body type and fashion. Like it was heroin chic with Kate Moss, and then Giselle has a very like more full figured model look with like you know chest yeah and i feel like and like do with more sporty and like curvier yeah. i feel like tyra banks skinny. follows giselle like who are some other girls that I mean, the victoria's secret fashion model i think is sort of very adjacent to giselle like that is the look and she helped yeah. usher in that Into era the 2000s. yeah 100 yeah. percent so Irina is this new class of supermodel and some of the other supermodels who were on that list alongside her are mm, I don't know that they're not supermodels but uh we have Ashley Graham, Bella Hadid, mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. Emily Ratajkowski, Gigi Hadid, Haley Bieber, Iman Haman, Iman Hamam, uh couple other people I'm not really oh Kaya Gerber Carly Kloss Kendall so people that are certainly celebrities but do we feel that they all can be classified as this new era of model and what defines that and like what is their role in society now um I'm gonna go with straight no I don't agree with that (laughs) I can tell you like a single piece of work arena's done or like a brand she's worked for i feel like if you're a supermodel we should be able to like recall something especially um you and i people who are like very interested in this right and i think like the current day and age supermodel is like you have to be a nepo baby that's just Mm. the way it is like the hadids kendall jenner uh, Haley. I want to say Baldwin, Haley Bieber, Kaya Gerber. Those are all Nepo babies. I feel like that is this day and age supermodel is a Nepo baby who models. Lily Rose Depp put her in there. Mm. You know, some of them do other things outside of modeling. But I don't know that, like, again, Arena doesn't really stick out to me. Carly Kloss, I think she's more lumped in with that Victoria's Secret. I would um, agree. Like group of coming up. So I, I that's my take. I think you've got to be a, a famous baby. <laughs> a famous baby. Well, and... <laughs> Also, all of those other girls, they do other things. Like, obviously, Kendall is in the Kardashian clan. Um, also, Cara Delevingne was on that list. Like, she does... Cara Delevingne? Cara Delevingne? Delevingne. No, Delevingne. I know that one for sure. <laughs> mm, okay. Well, there's an E on the end of it. So, whatever. <laughs> also, I think it's probably... I think it's also Cara. Like, uh, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Pronunciation is not our strong suit. Like, (laughs) you don't come here for pronunciation tips. Absolutely not. They, are they mostly known as models? Like, I wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, sure, Kendall. I think you could be a model and a social media star. Yeah, I hate to actually say that I think of Kendall as a model first. Like, I because I don't. I know, but if you're going to think supermodels of today, you're looping her in because she's in every brand's campaign. I think that's like... You have to be splashed all over Instagram because, sorry, you're seeing that more than you're seeing the covers or, like, page of the Vogue these days. Yeah. And, okay, so also then, like, Gigi Hadid. Like, I don't think of her as model first. I think of her as just, like, famous celebrity that people want to emulate. Like, that is now what you have to do first 
to be even a well-known model. Like you're not but going isn't to isn't everyone be- a multi-hyphenate these days? I yeah. feel like even celebrities, right? You know, they have alcohol lines, they have skincare lines, mm-hmm. they have soap lines and candle lines and they act and they model and they are, um, you know, representatives of certain groups, whatever. Like, I don't think anyone just does one thing these days and it would be hard to succeed, I think, solely doing that from getting your name out in the public to diversifying your income streams because that's how rich people get rich and stay rich it's like Mm. you can't solely rely on one thing that I feel like that's almost a thing of the past because we have so much like knowledge at our hands now Mm -hmm. and these people have access to so much like who is really a celebrity that stays in their lane nobody 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 does that and However, though, dating a, a professional athlete is a really good way to get your name out there without having to, like, start a new business. Like, I uh, mean, Tom Brady is, like, he is a household name. Literally everyone yeah. in America knows who Tom Brady is. So if you can get your name associated with him, big money. Another classic example of as of late is Emrata, like, dating Pete Davidson. That mm-hmm. uh, People know who she is, but she only skyrocketed more or, like, People's name searches for her like definitely went up. Uh, who else? I mean, Emrata also had the podcast. She wrote a book. She's an right. actress. Like again, she's. A but what is Irina doing? Irina, we need you to step it up. Um, dating Kanye back in the day. Yeah, she also dated Being an Instagram oh, model. Who else did I see? Um, one of those famous soccer players. Like it was. She's she's got a roster. I mean, good for her. Get that bag. Yeah. I mean. Although I hear rumors about like Kim and Brady. Kim and Brady. Kim and Tom Brady. I think. Well, yes. But I think that people just really want that to happen. I don't know that I see them together. I think they're both really driven people. Perhaps they could bond over that. But like what else do they have in common besides being like famous and rich? That's true. I do want Kim to end up with someone. Like I remember there was like a rumor going around that she was dating some like white house correspondent like i feel like she Hmm. needs like a man who's like a serious job who like can let her be in the spotlight yeah and doesn't need to compete with her for it a hundred percent because on one of the other podcasts that i listened to uh they call that a businessman bow you know you need somebody who is rich in his own right he has his own life he's so busy being a businessman you guys both just like come together and live beautiful, fabulous lives, but you're not running in the same circles. Yeah, and we were talking about that this weekend, that, like, any sort of partnership, you got to have some opposites. You got to have some balance. And, like, mm-hmm. we were joking, like, in our friendship, we're all clearly on one side of that balance scale. Like, outgoing, social, like, need to be doing things all the time. And all of our guys are like, guys, chill. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's a very uh, – that's a well put observation, I think. Yeah. Uh, yes. But speaking of the Kardashians, have you caught up? Are you on your reality TV game at the moment? No, I mean so much travel. I literally had to after I finished up working today. I was like, I gotta catch up on the Real Housewives in New York because they just aired the first two episodes. So that's technically that's into our next combo, and that is about the Real Housewives in New York completely gutted their cast, mm. and this is. The first time in my memory that they have completely fired an entire cast of a city and rebooted it. And New York is, I think, the second oldest franchise. The original is Orange County, who... 
I don't even think there's any OGs left on there, but they completely redid. Real but not like all York. in one fell swoop. Like they probably, no. they replaced slowly in yes, Orange County. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. People, I mean, like it's been going on for like 15 years at this point. So either people naturally fall off, want to do other things, or you get kicked off because you got to have a storyline, drama, mm. you know, oh, there's all the TV side of it. So the Real Housewives of New York, when they, so the previous cast, it was basically a bunch of the OGs, and they brought in, like, Leah McSweeney, who I really liked. She has, like, a cool streetwear brand, and she was, like, kind of a young energy, but then she was, like, the young energy mixing with, like, all the women who have been there and, like, or, you know, in their 60s. Now, Legacies. It was just, yeah, and I think they needed more young energy, and so that's what they brought in here. So they gutted the cast. They brought in a complete new one where most of them seem to be probably late 30s and their 40s and actually i think the oldest member on the cast now is jenna lyons mm. so if you're unfamiliar jenna lyons was the head of j crew back when j crew got known and like not known i mean they've been they're like a heritage brand they've been around but like in the 2012 era where j crew prep was like really it in fashion yes and like their stock was it, through it the exploded roof. everywhere yeah, yeah exactly like that was the the brand of the day and like the statement necklaces and like the preppy movement like it was very much so like the defining brand of the time jenna lyons is behind that she's really known for like masterful styling she's a style icon herself she had a show on HBO called Stylish back in 2020, which was her looking for basically like an assistant mm. to um, bring on to her new eyelash brand called Love Scene. She has a rare genetic disorder where she's lost all of her hair on her, like her head, her eyelashes. Um, she has like pigmentation all over her skin. So she's always like pretty covered and she always wears like some sort of wig. She said it's almost more like a hat. Cool. Which I would be interested. I kind of love that. Different than a wig. Well, um, but I just looks- wish that I could wear wigs. Like I in high Why school, I was like, I want to just. Well, I. It's a bit more extreme, you know. I was like, I'll just shave my head and commit to the wig forever, which I, I cannot do. Just get um, a ball. Get a ball. Right, exactly. That's the reasonable response to wanting to wear wigs. Um, but I do love the versatility that comes with uh, oh God, owning remember- some. Remember Kylie's wig era? I miss that. Yes, iconic. Um, okay, so back to Jenna Lyons. So she had a she was like that was her first glimpse into reality TV, and then when it was announced that she was joining the Real Housewives cast, like everyone is flipping out because she's also apparently she's the second openly gay housewife, which I didn't have time to look up who the first was. I know like Bronwyn, mm. who was on Let me look it up. O- OC, came out as like bi during the show, but I don't know if we're count. I mean bi is like a form of queer but um she's the first like openly gay one on new york and um so like that's a big deal and she's a fashion icon and people are happy to see her back in the spotlight and she did openly admit part of the reason she came back on real housewives is like when she was the head of j crew she was all in all the press she was in the social scene and after stepping away from that and like pursuing her own pursuits she kind of lost that and she wanted to be back in the spotlight which girl we get it so but what i'm interested in is so okay the first two episodes premiered and i saw like you know real housewives they released clips months ahead of you know the upcoming seasons and people like to speculate and there is speculation that jenna is actually going to be the villain this season which i think is super interesting but i i mean it makes sense to make probably the well, most well-known person on the cast of villain that's a really true true just viewers. from like a tv perspective yeah 
Yeah, and then, so, Real Housewives, I mean, typically, some of the girls tend to be connected in social circles already, even if they're not best friends, they've kind of been rubbing shoulders with people, but Jenna, like, openly admitted that she's not really close with this girl, it kind of seems like the other rest of the girls are, or have been kind of friends, so she's kind of the odd man out, and mm. in the first episode, they kept being like, yeah, Jenna's such, she's not an oddball, she's really particular, like, mm. she likes parsley, but hates dill. She likes olives, but not the black ones. I'm like, why? Why are we those are like very reasonable preferences? Parsley and dill are not even related to each other. They're just both herbs, herbs. right? (laughs) So I was like, I in what I have loved like watching reality TV and like competition shows. Like I'll be watching Patrick Runway, and you can tell by like the way that they're clipping things and editing things, like what the producers are trying to get across here. So I like to look at everything with like a masterful eye and being like, okay, they're very strategically placing these clips. I mean, they have literally hundreds and hundreds of hours worth of footage. So everything that you see on TV is like very intentional. So I do think they're setting her up to kind of be like, oh, Jenna's kind of weird and she's a little cold and all of these things. But I'm going to go through the rest of the cast really quick to just give you an idea of like who these other ladies are. One, um, the first lady is Cy De Silva and she is an influencer, which I also think is cool. The first like influencer as a job occupation on the housewives. Mm -hmm. There's Uba, Uba Hassan. She's a model. She's also single. There's two single ladies on here. So like Mm -hmm. housewives, it's kind of like, not everyone is an actual housewife. That, okay, that was my question. So, like, do are are these women independently wealthy if they're not married? Is that the point? Like, what are your what do you have to have to be be a housewife? You know, I think you have to be either independently, you know, wealth of some degree, or you're very connected and you're like almost like a socialite, and maybe you're mm. not the wealthiest in the room, but you are well connected. Mm, okay, so I think you have to have some sort of status about you. Okay. Then there's Aaron Dana Leachy, who is a real estate agent. Jenna Lyons, we covered her already. Giselle Tonk. And she is a fashion publicist. So she's the one who's mm. like, oh, I've kind of like rubbed shoulders with Jenna before. We've been in a lot of the same parties mm. and stuff. But I don't necessarily know her super well. And then there's Bryn Whitfield, who is like a corporate communications and marketing consultant. And she's the other single one. And she's super like bubbly and she like reminds me of someone and I cannot put my finger on who it mm. is so it's interesting to see like the new cast of dynamics and how people are like going together the first episode was all about this fight about people serving cheese like someone served cheese at a party mm. and someone's like you only serve cheese and so I was like mm, the content is starting out a bit rough here that like that's what we're fighting about right in the second episode they go to Aaron's um Hampton's house off season so it's like the fall and they on upon her arrival she's the one who served the cheese and it was the whole incident so she was like okay I'm gonna serve these girls like caviar like that should be in everyone's like you know they're all rich and bougie so they should love caviar and then like half of them hate it and they're like complaining about how they're starving the whole time and how they're gonna go to like the grocery store down the road so the drama is starting off a little funky but then (laughs) Yeah, a bit weak, but again, like uh, it's the first time that these girls are a all on housewives. There is no history between them. You're used mm. to coming into a new season with, unless it's a brand new franchise, having some history between people to kind of like bounce back and forth or being like, mm. she said this about me two years ago, and we don't really have any of that 
prior contacts. So I think right. they're, they're stretching here. But the end of the episode where we leave off and we're going into the next one, Jenna Lyons brings all the girls like some lingerie. I guess she gifts it them. Okay. And um, one of the girls is like not having sex since she had her like twin kids. And so that was kind of like a topic of conversation. And um, that girl gets like this green, it's almost like a knee length satin dress with some black lace in it. And she's just like bitching about how ugly it is and how awful it is and how she would wear it in front of Jenna. And Jenna's like clearly like, I brought you a present. Like, why are you bashing it? But like not saying it. Yeah. And then she's like, why did everyone else get these like sexy two pieces? And I got this ugly lingerie dress. So. Because you're not going to use it like what do you like would you if you knew that your friend was celibate at the moment and was like actively (laughs) not doing that like are you going to give them something like that they're not going to use because I guarantee she probably would have just turned around and complained about that exactly and like it also seemed because the side, the influencer, like she gave her the package and Jenna was like, oh yeah, when I told her I was giving this to her, she knew you already, I guess from like brand deals was kind of the insinuation. So I'm like, Jenna probably didn't make these out either. Like, also she probably that. just worked with a brand and they just like allotted her certain pieces and she dippied them out and she also doesn't know any of these women super well yet. But I was laughing watching this because like thinking back like to our weekend or past weekend, in our friend group, I'm like, wow, we would really excel at this show. We'd oh my god, so we fun. would do so well. Is that like that? Maybe that's something that we could incorporate here at Verve. You know, <laughs> I mean, our group chat is literally Real Housewives of Baltimore. So true, we were made for this life. We're primed and ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Networks, when oh, your cheese that's... drama starts failing in the ratings, call us. Exactly, we have. I mean, we'll. We have a lot we can offer here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (sighs) And that brings us into our last chatty topic of the day, and that is packing for our I'm very excited to talk about this because I am a regular – I'm a regular list maker when it comes to packing, and I have been convincing Anna Grace that this is – a worthwhile endeavor, maybe not the best way, but worth at least giving it a go uh, to alleviate some pre-trip stress or at least organize the stress. And I'm thinking that maybe she decided to go that route this time based on a TikTok that I saw. Did you convert me? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) So here here's the breakdown so I usually when I pack I just throw a bunch of shit in the bag that I like to wear and I think will be useful and I am not necessarily an outfit planner but this weekend we were going to Cape May for a bachelorette party for our friend Steph there was a beautiful itinerary with very detailed events that we were doing and outfits and this was only like a two-day trip in totality maybe Mm -hmm. even like slightly less than that so it was very doable for me to be like we're going to the beach. I need a beach outfit, my bikini. We're going to dinner. I need a dinner outfit. We're going to brunch. I need a brunch outfit. I think where I struggle is when I'm going to, let's say I'm going to the beach for a week in August mm-hmm. or when I go visit my family for a week in South Carolina. And I feel like you have the same struggle because you talk about it. Like when you go to Illinois, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing for a week. And it's hard to right. plan outfits in that sense. So I feel Definitely. like planning outfits out, I did like it because I felt prepared i was able to get ready faster Mm. and 
is something I'm like trying to get better at. Like I don't want to be the last one ready. And so I do feel like it's helpful in that sense, but I don't know that it would apply even like when I went to Europe, like I just need some flexibility when I don't know a defined itinerary. Yes. Yes. And I think that's, uh, I think that's a really fair need, you know, in your packing journey, but this is definitely a case for a detailed itinerary for a trip, which I'm also historically not the best at putting together. I am a vibe and see what happens when you get there type of traveler. And that leaves you open to, right. That leaves you open to a lot of wonderful experiences. You know, you can just wing it and see what you get into, but it can make packing stressful. So what was your approach to starting to begin to pick out these outfits in your closet? Okay. (laughs) Um, My approach was I was trying not to pack anything white, which I now realize like maybe I'm like a little too strict on that rule and like maybe it doesn't matter because like people seem to be wearing white stuff all weekend. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I mean, Steph, our friend like doesn't particularly care either. So I don't know. I just like never want that to be like, oh, she's wearing, like I don't want to cause any drama by yeah. doing that so I just like opt out of that and a lot of my wardrobe is white is it's hard especially for the beach yes and then I knew the staff was wearing a black maxi dress on the first night so I was like okay I don't want to wear black but we were doing a picnic on the beach so I was like I want to be maxi comfortable that I could I know we're gonna be sitting on the ground um and then I panicked because I didn't have anything that me- met those criteria so then I went mm-hmm. to Marshall's and I found two dresses. So I had like two dress options for that. I asked TikTok what I should wear. They said orange. I went with orange. And then um, the next day, beach outfit. I have a few cover-ups that I bounced between. I went with my like frilly, more Southern one. Because um, I thought that would be like cute to walk around in. in case I knew we were getting like breakfast in the morning before the beach. And then Saturday night, I've had a dress in my closet that I was probably saving for Steph's welcome party. But I think now I'm going to finish that outfit I was telling you about that I'm making Mm. and wear that to the welcome party. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get that done because I didn't get a sewing machine part in time to finish it before going this weekend. So I kind of like, I was like, I'll swap that dress out, wear that then. It was like, um, you'll see it on Instagram when we go over outfits in a second. And then brunch, I was talking to my sister on the phone and I was packing and she was like, just throw on a dress. And I was like, you're right. That's easy. Mm -hmm. And I had seen a photo of us going to Key West like two years ago this three years I don't even know um and on the way there I wore that black button-down dress with like my white Jeffrey Campbell platforms in my hat and I saw a photo of me in that like pop up in those memories on my phone I was like that was a cute outfit so I kind of just like went off a base worked off, off of that. something that I had already worn so and then I had recently gotten my new lounge set that Katie and I showed up and we mm. had the same lounge set and we did not know it no so that was fun that was fun. um and then one pair of pajamas. But I do realize that I need more short pajamas. I don't have a lot of summer pajamas. Mm. And so that's something that's like on my shopping list now. But now we're like nearing kind of the end of summer. You can get them on sale. Hot. Yeah. So I think I need like two. Because like the ones that I have are like my ass is a little out to be like around, let's say, family or something. <laughs> so that was my – and then I, I – bought like three pairs of shoes one pair broke yeah we always lose a vintage shoe on a trip we really do (laughs) our track record with that is actually pretty bad um but a vintage shoe like there's nothing like it i will not stop buying it i was telling andrew that and he was like he had bought a pair of like 
they were 10 year old cleats at the time like a special nike player when he was in high school and he's like i wore them once and the bottom fell off so it's just a universal experience i guess shoes don't really last well um unless maybe they're constructed in a a better method like sewn glued and sewn together or something like that but these were like rampage y2k heels that said (laughs) the shoe department on the bottom and that is a um relatively affordable stores And then a bunch of jewelry. I tend to like, I like loosely planned out my jewelry, but then I literally, whenever I travel, I just throw every hoop I own in a bag because yeah, like something yeah. will always work out of those. 100%. But that was my that was my travel packing. It worked out well. I had like two extra. Oh, I also packed two extra casual outfits just in case I didn't want to feel like I was underprepared in case I needed to throw yeah. something on for some un- unplanned event. Which I feel fine that I brought those and didn't wear those because I'd rather be, I'd rather have more options than not. Mm-hmm. But overall, mm-hmm. it it worked well. But I'm, I'm failing, like I, I have a crazy travel in August, and like again, the week I'm at the beach, I just don't know that I can translate that same energy. Right, exactly, because you don't know what you're doing yet. Yeah, so I'm just gonna pack. I mean, again, I mean, at the beach, so it's like sundresses, bikinis. Yeah, like, yeah. You'll probably buy something there. I do there. have like three festival outfits I need to figure out. Ooh. Um, and that is stressing me out. And then we have a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run into that. And then we have a wedding with two events the following week. So August, there's like a lot of outfits that need to be figured out and quickly. I did order that really dress though. Glad. Oh, good. I'm glad that you brought it up about the shower and the wedding with two events because my brain hadn't quite clicked around that one yet. So I hadn't even gotten. Rosie did say the shower is super casual. Great. And I mean, she knows that means nothing when she's over that task. But yeah, agreed. (laughs) I was like a sundress. I was like, do I own a sundress? (laughs) I was actually just looking at my clothes uh, to the right, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I don't really have like a cotton sundress thing happening but well, I feel like you wore the one to Steph shower and then you were like I kind of hate this so yeah <laughs> that, that um blue yep. and black one yep exactly so that is a pretty easy transition into our outfits for this week you kind of got a rundown of a few of our activities but of course you want to see what we wore so that's on Instagram at verve podcast so that you can look at the images while we're going over them and I have not a clue who's up first. I'm pretty sure it's you. Okay, let's do it then. Uh, my outfits are a little bit um, out of order for you, Anna Grace, but that's fine. The first one is... I saw them. I know the order. <laughs> the last one. Uh, I wore this to work. Um, it is a halter peplum embroidered bird print shirt um it's very 2012 but like in almost an overt way that's it almost like, looks mew mew yes that's why i bought it i thrifted it and it's like so far down that path that it's like kitschy it's like uh, it's like a it's so obvious it's not even trying to be anything else you know what i mean i mean we also know like the peplum has to be coming around the corner it has she's to be. lurking <laughs> She is lurking. Um, But the like oversized, uh, they're not cargo, but like army green pants tried. I tried to like make it a little bit more modern looking Uh, square toe ballet flat. 
makes sense with like the Mew Mew vibe. And mm-hmm. my Prada, fake Prada headband uh, that's like a hound, black and white hound's tooth and my heart necklace, which was higher up on my neck. This was an end of the day photo. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And the outfits are never quite as fresh by the end of the day. But uh, that is my outfit that I wore to work. And I liked it. I like it because if you had like, let's say worn a mini skirt or something, it would have been giving Blair Waldorf, which isn't yes. bad. I mean, we love no. the Blair moment, but I feel like the, like everything else goes together, but then like having the parachute pant, like made it cool, you know, like it's the juxtaposition yes. of the things. It's a little more relaxed because like the headband with the ballet flat gives like a really proper energy and then the peplum. So oh, also I think you've, Something's changing. I'm like been looking at ballet flats recently, which is no. But but I'm like I need I do need like more flat shoes that like aren't sneakers. Mm. So I'm trying to find a good balance between those. But I haven't landed on anything yet. But I am in the discovery process. Okay, this is a developing story. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The next outfit is a total 180 as far as vibes go. But I went to a baseball game with. My intern for work, it was like a big event, and I had to be in branded gear. And the items that I wanted to wear, I couldn't find anywhere in the house. And then I found one, and then it had a stain on it. So it's like, no. do you ever – you know, you just have those times sometimes where you you have an outfit in your head, and then nothing is findable or, and or it's dirty. And, like, you have a plan. And it um, Katie, I want to say this probably more frequently happens to you. I'm a weekly laundry girl. Well, just- what about like just finding it? Does you never just lose clothes? No. Oh well, okay, <laughs> then maybe it is uniquely me. But uh, the good news is is that I weirdly discovered that maybe I like to wear basketball shorts now. I've been eyeing up uh, like MMA boxing shorts for a little yes, while. I love those. And I haven't ever, I haven't pulled the trigger on any of them, but these are like a nylon men's basketball short that I just rolled down. So they're not quite as like baggy at the top. Are these from us? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're a sample. Uh, So I think. Did you take them for yourself originally or Seth? Well, I took a white pair for myself. It's like an off-white. And I was like, I was trying to make that work couldn't and I was like wait there's a black pair in this house and technically they don't belong to me but I can borrow them I and mean, then steal this clothes yeah right exactly then this shirt with like this uh uh word mark down the front and like a I don't even know what kind of font print that is but that's also from us so and then uh Forge 96 sneakers mm, some silver chains my Rebecca Minkoff uh, little side purse thing with my silver charm and a braid with a bow. And it was cool enough. It was really, really hot that day. But uh, I don't think I've ever seen you drink a McUltra. That's a really uh, accessory. I'm <laughs> putting it on here. <laughs> um, I occasionally do dabble in a McUltra. It's never. Is that from your bikini fitness days? Because yeah, for sure. Home. It's definitely a hangover from that. <laughs> but it's like it's not an overbearing taste it's super easy to drink like five of them you know it's like you can't drink a craft beer at a baseball game it's too heavy it's too hot out 
I like a light beer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely like have my brands that I'm like, I like Corona. I like Stella. Those are like my go-to beers. But I don't think I really go for a make ultra ever. I've never been that kind of girl. Or I do like a Bud Light in college. I'm a Bud but Light I feel like girl. It's very regional. Yeah, I'm a Bud what Light girl because I grew up in the Budweiser capital. So that's what everybody oh. drank. Like Budweiser is in St. Louis. So mm. everybody only drinks Budweiser beers. Uh, and uh, so that's how I grew up on Bud Light. But <laughs> Sorry, next outfit. Uh, next outfit is our beach outfit. Um, this was a panic purchase thanks to Anna Grace. Big props. She saved my dress situation i had backup outfits and they were gonna be fine but they weren't very new and they weren't very excited and these ones matched everyone's vibe like remarkably well like everyone was so coordinated and yet not this weekend and it was fabulous and like we didn't no one planned it we just showed up and we're like wow the colors are giving yeah they really were everyone really went all in and I loved it for us so it's this I just Max realized C-Link. we didn't get a group picture I don't think I know yeah <laughs> <laughs> well because when we were going to two people were gone I think but anyway um the floor le- it's like a maxi length um geometric bright paintbrush e looking print it's very art teacher but like in a cool way it's uh mm-hmm. like a big tent dress type of thing it's not form-fitting at all with a v-neck and um very easy to accessorize like you pick a color and it's in this dress so that's gonna be fun to play with I had only black accessories um planned for my previous outfit so that's all I had which is like this little beaded granny purse um black flip-flops I realized this weekend that I don't have any flat fancy shoes um like they're either like really casual like a flip-flop or like a hiking shoe or something like that or it's a heel yeah that's why I bought those gold target ones like a few weeks ago Mm -hmm. for that exact reason yep um couple of necklaces that uh what was the the phase that we all went through in quarantine with the pearls the martha cavallo victoria paris phase (laughs) yes exactly so i pulled that bad boy out that was fun to wear layered it with like my blue uh like sea glass-esque necklace and some pearl drop earrings and that is that then someone commented on my tiktok saying that they love the colors of your dress Ah, i don't know if you saw it score um this dress is so far outside of something that I would normally wear but it does look good on me and I'm I like it I'm excited to have it because it feels versatile you definitely can wear it to wedding events in the future 100% so then the next dress that you saved me with is this green tube dress which is definite like ruching is very almost universally flattering so it's a pretty safe bet that like anything that's got that going on you're gonna look good in and this color green is also just a pretty easy good color for me um this is perhaps less versatile but still somehow sort of versatile like I think I can wear this again Oh, for sure. I would almost be like, I mean, I know you wouldn't wear a dress the weekend after, but like you could have made this work for your Love Island situation this weekend coming up. I was kind of trying to figure out how to make it work for it. So we'll see. We'll see. The Different group of people, though. Totally different group of people. So it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, palm tree earrings that are yours from what, Bubble Bar? Yeah, Bubble Bar's Sugar Fix line at Target. Big fan. They make a great earring. Very cute. 
and some gold bangles, which are hilariously, half of them are really just um, gold hoops, oversized gold hoops. So I was like collecting some of my bracelets because we've we've obviously been talking about bracelets. Mm-hmm. And maybe like three years ago, I got rid of a bunch of them. And there's a handful that I remember. None that I'm like, oh, I really wish I'd kept that. But, you know, sometimes you're just like, eh, I don't have time to go shopping and buy new bracelets. So I was like, hmm, what if I just put the earring on my wrist and you honestly couldn't really tell. So if you have some big old gold hoops from back in the day, um, feel free to throw them on your wrist and wear them as a bracelet. And then my last outfit was a, when we went to brunch and this is, this was one of the outfits that, um, was kind of like yours that you showed on your TikTok that were like extra outfits that mm-hmm. did never see the light. This was one of those that at the end of the day on, on brunch day, I was like, this is what I actually feel like wearing. Um, some little cutoff jean shorts, this like Rushi lettuce hem white tank from old Navy, a cream a cardigan, big huh? A big hit. Yeah. Um, I sent it to the friends that asked and they're sold out. So that's sad. Oh, but I hope they bring it back because it's a cute style. And uh, yeah, this cardigan that I've been vibing on for a minute now, it's made its way into a handful of summer outfits with my chunky Steve Madden slides and a cute pony with a scarf. And that was an easy brunch outfit. And again, you know, that was kind of like the white discussion. Um, I decided it didn't really matter. Well, yeah, other people had clearly, like, done it all weekend, and it was fine. Yeah. You were giving Miss Americana. You have, like, the bright blue nails. Mm. Her hair scarf was red. You can't really see it in here. It was very cute. Okay, wait, but what was the original brunch outfit, if this was an extra one? The original brunch outfit was the black and white uh, Old Navy activewear dress. Mm. And just my sneakers that I had worn on the first day. But I don't know. I was feeling cuter than that. Like, I wanted to. I didn't get the activewear vibe. Like we got a text and it was like activewear is fine, and I was like, oh, I did not pack any. (laughs) Well, and like nobody actually did really wear that. So, yes. All right, that puts us into my outfits of the week. Also, vastly out of order, but I trust you can follow along. Um, Okay, so we're starting off with my tarot card dress, which is from Cool's Club, an Australian brand. This dress I saw some girl on TikTok wear, and I immediately was like, I need that dress. And then waited months for it to go on sale because it was like $100. And then Mm. I got it for less than that. And I also have that tie-dyed one that's the same style. So they're like midi dresses. They're pretty form-fitting. But I love this one because it has all these like tarot codes on it that have different imagery. So one's an Aperol spritz. One's a nice coffee. Um, And so it's kind of like a modern version. It's like pretty bright and colorful. So I wore that to drive like on the way down there with my black chunky c madden sandals again i really cannot like if we could get any sponsor like let it be c madden because i have had these sandals for like three years now and they look they're in perfect condition and i Mm -hmm. wear them literally all the time so big fan my akira purse that i've been vibing on for a minute and yeah good outfit to like drive down there and like i remember when we were growing up and we were traveling, like my mom would always wear an outfit. Like she'd wear like jeans and a blouse, and we'd always be like, "Oh, why are you doing that?" And we all look like <laughs> trash cans in the back, right, with like our t-shirts and stuff. But then I'm like, the power of showing up somewhere looking good is just yeah. like really a vibe. 
there's something to say for that for sure. And not being like, I immediately need to change. Yes. Okay, so then that night is the uh, picnic night. And so I wore that orange dress I mentioned earlier. It's more like a burnt orange. It's a one-shouldered, tiered dress situation. It's flowy. I notoriously love tight clothing. I think we all know that. Um, But we've been vibing on a flowy dress this summer. I'm like, wow, this hides my IBS bloating. (laughs) (laughs) So um, this dress I think will be really good to have for, again, wedding events and stuff. I just wore a bunch of my gold jewelry. I wore those orange and pink starfish earrings that are also bobble bar for target that i wore at the wedding like a week or two ago and they matched the dress perfectly so i was really happy with this that was like a clearance marshall's fine so i was very happy to have that in my wardrobe now my beach outfit is the aforementioned southern cover-up whenever i wear it caitlin's like you just look like a little charleston woman in it yeah and so it's like a green palm print there's white ruffles on it and there's some sequins i only like I love a cute cover-up. They just always shrink over time, and I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I have this really cute, like, pink embroidered one that was, like, an Amazon find, but it was, like, kind of expensive for Amazon. It was really nice quality, and I put it on, and it's supposed to be, like, a little dress, and it's, like, a little Not. too short. Like, I'm going to see if I can stretch it out, but, like, I feel like this one's kind of done that, too, and I, I don't understand because I don't normally dry them. But Weird. Uh, yeah, this is like a little TJ Maxx moment. I have my hat. This one is from Walmart. It's been my new favorite. There's, uh, I typically wear like my Brixton straw hat, but it's like the shape is so bit out of shape. And mm. it's like a little too big. So sometimes on the beach, it's not snug enough. So I like this one because it's snug. Um, these like tinted sunglasses that match my cover up perfectly, but provide zero sun protection for my eyes. So those immediately <laughs> had to go off my face. Um, and then I have my basket bag that was inspired when I was in France and specifically in Aix-en-Provence, all these women had these like chic basket woven bags and I want one. And then when I came back, my mom had found one at like, um, a fair trade place called Serve, S-E-R-R-V. There used to be like a where there used to be a store near us and we would go all the time sale. Like whenever my family would come up, we'd all go and they had like incredible, like woven baskets and cool jewelry so i have like a lot of cool like random pieces from them and they closed the store but now their warehouse is still in like the town over from ours mm. so there'd be warehouse sales so i think she got this for like five dollars or something crazy like that the gold target sandals i mentioned and then that um i wore my little cheetah bikini underneath from skatey which i determined is like my go-to favorite bikini and i need to buy more styles like it yeah if you've got a style that you like you just need to go buy it in like four prints Yes, and it's like the balconette style. Um, it's just the type of boobs that I have. Like they're like heavier on the bottom. Like that style is just like there. If you look it up, there are like charts that show you like what bra shape is best for every type of boob because there's ones that are like you know point east to, east to west or ones that are more like top heavy or bottom heavy. And I think that is really helpful when you're looking for a quote flattering bikini top if that's what you're into. Um, so I need to get more styles of that. And that one's held up really well. I think I've also had a – this is a third summer. Mm. And it's not, like, pilled. It's not um, faded. It's not stretched out. And I am such a big advocate for expensive bikinis because I think they make a really big difference. And then I agree. places in your closet you can skip out on quality. I don't think bikinis is one of them. Mm-hmm. And then that night is our dinner night out. 
And that is the dress I was talking about. I was maybe going to save for the wedding party. But this is from Naked Fashion in a dash kd it's like a swedish brand i've i have had stuff on them before i really like them this was like an impulse purchase because i was trying to buy something else and they were having a sale and i think i needed to hit the minimum and it was like 20 bucks or something like that and um it's really cute it's like very like slinky maxi but the top has these cutouts and it's a beautiful kind of like deep blue almost like periwinkle color that looks very good on me with my strappy heels that broke Mm, R.I.P. RIP. But Katie has ones that are so similar that you bought recently. So yep, they're from Dolce Vita. I, um, I'm confident that I can. Okay, I'm confident I can find a similar pair. I was looking for those earlier, and I didn't see them. But oh no, it's definitely stylist in right now. But I was having yeah, a discussion you can find with something. some people that I was like, I love these because they don't have an ankle strap, and I'm all about mm-hmm. like elongating the foot to leg ratio. They were at the perfect height, like a two and a half inch. Like that's my ideal situation. I wore these with the little gold Bottega dupe drop earrings that are really popular right now. Mm -hmm. I found them on Amazon. I would recommend because the Bottega ones are like a thousand dollars and I'm just simply not there yet. Mm. And my last outfit is our brunch outfit. And this is the one that was inspired by the Key West trip travel (laughs) outfit. It's a little black button down like 90s um, dress. It's one of my favorites. I wear it a lot. My Anna Grace necklace, pearl earrings. The gold bangle stayed on all weekend. And then again, the, the thick quilted see, Madden sandals. And, oh, yes, these were all pre-planned outfits. And I was very happy with how seamless getting ready on the trip was. So Yes. It, it you, honestly was. We had a great getting ready situation overall. And let's be honest. We were all, we, Katie and I and our friend Jordan were in the top room and we were like, we know we're the messy girls. Right. We've and, been put here on purpose. <laughs> and we were ready before everyone else multiple times. And I'm just going to tap our, our tip our hats to ourselves. Yes, we deserve it. <laughs> that, we deserve it. We're not typically the queens to do that. <laughs> no. That brings us to the end of our episode for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And we will continue to have travel outfits and updates and packing conversation throughout the rest of the summer because we don't slow down. We keep it rolling around here. So we're very excited to do that. Okay, bye. Bye. Why are we so good? Verve is the only source for everything fashion on the internet. If you've been inspired to get dressed up for yourself this week, tag us to be featured on our Instagram at Verve Podcast. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Katie Gassman and at Anna Grace Averett. Links are in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Katie Gassman and Anna Grace Averett. Edited by Katie Gassman. Creative direction by Anna Grace Averett. This has been a three beverage media production.